as an independent contractor, whatever title you want to put on it, you are an entrepreneur. So you are starting a business from the ground up. That's why this podcast is called Travel Biz CEO. You are the CEO of a business. So there's a lot of things that you have to put foundationally into place to run a business. No, most brand new businesses, most brand new startups in whatever form they are going to be, they don't make money in the first year. And I think Hey, travel advisors, you are listening to the Travel Biz CEO podcast by Kinship Travel Academy. It's not enough to just love travel. You need to have the appropriate business systems, marketing strategies, and mindset tune-ups and coaching to make it in this business and step into the role of CEO. That's why we focus on all three. We are Wendy, Ashley, and Crystal, your hosts of Travel Biz CEO and the founders of Kinship Travel Academy. We are three travel advisors that saw a glaring need in the travel industry, the need to look at the whole advisor. Through our own travel business journeys, we all joined communities and signed up for courses and masterminds to help push us to the next level. And all of them ended up falling short of our expectations. That's why we started Kinship Travel Academy, where we focus on the mind, body, and soul, or the marketing, business operations, and mindset of a travel advisor. It's a program for modern travel advisors created by modern travel advisors. Welcome to the next chapter of the travel industry. Crystal Eicher here today, and I'm joined, as always, by the amazing Ashley Medish-McCoy and Wendy Booth. And we wanted to answer a question that I actually recently got DM'd to me. Is now a good time to join the travel industry? Is now a good time to become a travel agent? COVID affect that at all? (laughs) I've been asked this the whole last year because my host agency is founded upon pretty much bringing new agents into the industry and training them, mentoring them to start off a travel agency with the best foundations and opportunities for success possible. So I get a lot of inquiries about joining the team. And frankly, I've been probably shooting myself in the foot because I've been brutally honest over the last year. And I think that it's, it's interesting because I'm not going to say like, yes or no, I guess what it comes down to is at the end of the day, it depends on what your goals are. And this is the, the thing that I talk to prospective agents about all the time is, you know, number one, do you need an income to support yourself, your family right now? Um, And if the answer is yes, then almost always the answer is I wouldn't do this exclusively because it takes time to build up a business. It takes time to start getting regular income, even in normal times. Um, it takes it. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with how it works as a travel advisor, you don't get paid your commission until after travel occurs by the suppliers Um, so unless you're charging trip planning fees and things like that, you're not getting any compensation right away for the work you're doing. You're waiting sometimes weeks, months, 
sometimes even years <laughs> to get paid a commission from the supplier after the client returns from travel. So even in the best of times, you need to have a realistic idea of what your revenue is going to be look like in the near term. And so if you're a single mom supporting a kid, I wouldn't advise anybody to quit their day job right away. I would advise building this as a side business until it's a more um, consistently producing revenue business. So that's like my baseline answer to everybody. What about you guys? <laughs> so, you know, I find that I find the question to be so interesting and I had my own revelations in 2020 where um, I pivoted and took on <laughs> uh, secondary skills um, complementary to travel, but nonetheless, um, in terms of coaching. And I realized that in the short term, it's not necessarily a feasible way to make a living. And just to add to what Ashley and Crystal have said, now is the time if it's like, if you've never taken a business class, now is the time to make sure you have a business plan. And that is interestingly, and I know, Ashley, you dig into a lot of this um, in, you know, in your strategic planning. Um, very rarely when I first entered the travel advisor world, did the word business plan ever come into play. And this, this like any other business, is, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not a hobby. It's not a joke. It's a business. And a business plan is what maps out a feasibility of whether you can produce an income. I came to the determination that um, I wanted income now, so coaching, with a comp such something that was complimentary. So when travel reboots itself, it's, it's there and it's available. But yeah, I think that in the short term, it's really very much what is your personal, what is your personal situation? How much, how much, you know, how much can you weather of not drawing? Well, it's not even a salary, not, <laughs> not making money, bringing money in um, while still sustaining expenses. <laughs> that's my answer. Now, if, if someone were to say, you know, I don't care about short term, um, I would say, well, what is your three-year goal, five-year goal, 10-year goal? And if, you know, you can map it out over longer terms, um, I mean, I think people will always travel <laughs> and are chomping at the bit mm -hmm. to travel. But anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because if you, if you took COVID out of the equation, our answers to this would really be the same. And that is that when you are looking to start a travel business, you want to sell travel from your home, you are most of the time an independent contractor. There are other models out there, but that's the model that we tend to work with most at KTA. We work with independent contractors. We work with travel agents that work from home, usually under a host agency or is an independent agency with their own credentials. As an independent contractor, whatever title you want to put on it, you are an entrepreneur. So you are starting a business 
from the ground up. That's why this podcast is called Travel Biz CEO. You are the CEO of a business. So there's a lot of things that you have to put foundationally into place to run a business. No, most brand new businesses, most brand new startups in whatever form they are going to be, they don't make money in the first year. And I think we start, we talked about this earlier. It usually takes a few years to break even and before you start to see a turn of a profit. And that's something we don't talk enough about in this industry, especially because like Ashley had said, the model in which we get paid is that we get paid commissions after the client has traveled. Uh, there are, of course, other fees that can be collected up front, like service planning fees, and it all depends again on your business plan and your business model. But a lot of people think that this is a low low barrier entry. I'm going to declare myself a travel agent. I'm going to just start selling travel and I'll start making a sustainable income right away. And those are very, very, very few cases. Now enter COVID where the climate of travel has changed. While I do think there's a pent up demand for travel, there's still a lot of uncertainty on the when. And so to answer the question is now a good time to join the industry that question is always at play of again like what you guys had both said what are your goals what are you looking to get out of this and then if you are interested in becoming an entrepreneur you want that laptop lifestyle you want the ability to make a little bit of money on the side you are completely comfortable in letting this scale and grow appropriately and yeah, now's a great time to enter the travel industry because there's very low pressure to make a lot of sales right now. Because, and so that gives you the perfect opportunity to put foundations in place, business operations in place, really lay the groundwork appropriately for your business. Because there's a lot that goes into building a business and building those foundations. Um, there are courses that you can invest in, education you can invest in to start to understand that industry and start to understand how to do that. But if that's not something you're willing to invest the time in and you don't have the long-term gains to do it, then this is probably not the career path for you. Yeah. And just, just to sort of, for those again, who may not be familiar with the industry and are considering it as a career, anecdotally, what I'm seeing is booking inquiries are picking up, you know, people are starting to that pent up demand that we keep talking about to travel, people are starting to feel more comfortable with the idea of traveling again. So, you know, industry speaking, and, and I'm hearing this from other colleagues, there is, it's starting to open and people keep referring to this idea that the floodgates are going to open and we're just all going to be like super busy booking travel. I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I do think there's definitely pent up demand. I don't know that there's going to be like one day where it's just all going to like everybody's going to be knocking on your door because I think everybody's still going to have different levels of comfort in terms of travel. But what I do think is a real great opportunity for advisor travel agents right now is that I think the people who in the past may have been hesitant to reach out to a travel advisor or thought that they could DIY it are going to be more likely to reach out to a travel agent, travel advisor, because they're going to want an expert who knows how to navigate things like COVID passports and, you know, vaccination requirements and quarantine requirements and all these fun things that as travel professionals were keeping on top of 
and the lay person is not. Um, so there is a really great opportunity for those entering the industry now to position themselves as a true travel professional travel expert, really step into that role that companies like Expedia or even just, you know, directly going with the cruise lines can't really provide because at the end of the day, you're just a number or just a another person adding to their bottom line. You're not a person with individual needs and individual circumstances. You know, I wonder on, I, I would, I would definitely like to think Ashley, that that is a great untapped market. Um, the DIYers, the, o, uh, what is it? The OTAs mm -hmm. and how you can bring them into the travel fold. I, or travel advisor fold. I have my doubts because I think that inevitably they may want to work with a travel advisor, but they still want the cheap, cheap prices. So there is that. But I do think that there are opportunities in terms of looking at your, your, your ideal clients and your target audience that has not been available in the past. Now, I think that some people who did get royally screwed by say Costco and <laughs> spent you know, 35 days on the phone trying to get a refund for a trip and lost all their money may be hesitant in the future um, to work that way. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I think it's such an interesting time. And I think with some creativity and some pl and planning, it, it, there's ways of carving, to, carving out your, you know, a, a, a wonderful business. It's, I think, always understanding that. So people are right now chomping at the bit to travel. First, they're coming up against individuals who are doing the rebookings. Mm -hmm. So there's a finite number of seats on planes, yeah. <laughs> finite number of hotel rooms, finite number of cabins on cruise ships. The first ones they're bumping up against are the rebookings. And from, the 2020. from 2020, <laughs> not just this year, yeah. Exactly, so rebookings from 2020 and the early part of 2021 are flowing into 2022-2023. So inventory is at a limit, which of course means prices are going, you know, are going to be higher. So I think that still while the floodgates are opening and that people are starting to, to oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, five minutes later, you still could be potentially in a position of I have to rebook. <laughs> so it's a matter of seeing how it goes. And I still think that if you're looking uh, two years down the road, so that's 2023, 2025, you know, and if you're looking for a long-term um, business, if you have a solid, a solid plan and you have a, and you have a really good ideal client persona and a really good mission, yeah, you can definitely but, and that goes back to what Crystal was saying, like right now, and I'll just put it to you straight. Somebody may, you know, if you, if you announce you open a travel agency right now, you're still probably not going to get like a thousand people knocking down your door. Cause number one, you're a new agent, you know, like you have to establish some credibility before a bunch of people are trying to book with you. So anytime you start a new business, you can't expect it to just 
if you build it, they will come and they'll be knocking down your door. It just takes time. So right now is the time to be establishing the important foundations of your business, establishing your client care principles, um, creating marketing foundations, building your brand awareness, doing all those things. And what'll be nice about that is theoretically, by the time you have all these things set up and you're sort of ready to open up shop, so to speak, open up those pizza parlor doors, as Crystal always says, Mm -hmm. travel, not um, return to normal, but there will be more normalcy. It won't be so, because we're still dealing daily with changes on destinations and suppliers and like things are still, it's not stabilized. So, you know, say six months down the road, when you are ready, things will hopefully be more stabilized. And I real, I truly have a positive thought that things will be more stabilized within six months. I would agree with that. Like I said, it, when, I, when I got this question in my DM last week, I said, you know, you really just have to understand what this is and what it means. And did COVID negatively affect the industry? You betcha. Like Wendy said, you're gonna be working up against pent up demand you might not be able to put a full client booking into play until 2023. If you're okay with that, this is a great place to start. You can work on it on a part-time basis while you're building your list and while you're building your business foundations. You can do, you know, there's lots of travel agent courses that you can do out there. You can do things like that to prepare yourself and set up your business. And Um, Ashley had referenced, you know, open up the pizza parlor. It's because I always use a pizza parlor analogy. Like you can't just say, I'm going to go open pizza and I'm going to go get, I'm going to open the doors tomorrow and I'm going to sell out tomorrow. That's not the way it works. You may be really good at making pizza, but at the end of the day, that doesn't, that's not the only thing that matters. No, and like, (laughs) it's tough to do. Yeah. I actually make really good pizza. I couldn't open up a pizza shop tomorrow. And your love of travel and your ability to plan good travel really is not enough because you're a business owner. So to be a business owner, you have to go out and get your licensing. You have to register with your local city and county and state. You need to probably consult with a lawyer and get contracts drawn up. You need to set up a bank account, an LLC, you know, work with an accountant. Are you going to be a sole proprietor, an LLC, an S-Corp? All of these things that you have to do just foundationally before you even open your doors. You need to find a host agency um, or line up the appropriate accreditations, the appropriate sellers of travel insurance, the appropriate E&O insurance policies, things like that, that you have to have ready to go before you can even make your first booking. Mm -hmm. Then you need to find the clients. That's your marketing right? You need to start creating a brand in a lot of cases, unless you join an agency in which you're operating under their branding. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need to establish your own client base to have a steady stream of income. Because in a lot of cases in our industry, if you're working on a referral basis, in which case, if you're getting clients referred to you, that commission splits not at your, not on your, to your favor usually 50% commission split. And that's not something I would recommend. I think that's a great way to get started and get your feet wet and get familiar with booking and get comfortable with booking, but it's not, it's really hard to build a sustainable income on those kinds of splits. So you're going to want to build your own client base. 
So there's all these things that you need to do to grow this into a full-time income. This is where time is your friend and time can work in your favor. And I guess I would just say that, um, you know, we have all kinds of thoughts on how to best get started, but um, in general, um, find your, if you're new to the industry, find yourself a host agency that has a training and mentorship program, align yourself with some sort of a supportive community because nobody should and really can at the end of the day do this alone. You know, some really great resources out there are things like hostagencyreviews.com and then we're biased, but of course our travel agent training and mentorship group on Facebook is free and there's people of all stages of the business there. So you can always, of course, join us there and ask for some guidance on where to start. I did actually have a question this morning from somebody who's new, newly starting their industry, their agency. If KTA membership, Kinship Travel Academy membership is appropriate for them as a new agent. And I said, absolutely, yes, because we have a community where we try to meet people where they're at, regardless of their time in the industry. And even if, you know, you're new, there may be things that you're struggling with that are actually similar to what somebody who's been doing it for three years is struggling with, because we all kind of start and operate differently. So we, you know, I will just put it out there. We are a welcoming community for you as well, and are happy to support you in your journey as well. Yeah, we meet you where you are. And I think that should be important in any community that you become a part of, because it's not enough to just be a solopreneur. You have to have a community of people to help. And there are a lot of great collaborative communities in the travel advisor world, and there's some not great communities. And so, you know, want to make sure that the community that you involve in, get involved in subscribes to collaboration over competition. It views yourself more as a team, less as a family, no crazy family drama dynamics <laughs> as a part of that. And, you know, make sure that it, the goal is, the goal is to make money when you are going to business for yourself. None of us really want to operate at a loss year over year. So the idea is if you're going to join the industry to kind of align yourself with a program that's going to help you go to the next level, whatever that next level is for you. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. And, and, and it's also the goal is to make money, but this goes back to another podcast episode we recorded that amount of money and that whatever quote unquote, your vision of successes is, is totally dependent on you too. You don't have to subscribe to whatever host agency you join or whatever, you know, entrepreneurial community you join or marketers or whatever, your success is defined by you. So again, when considering joining the industry, it comes down to what are your goals with travel entrepreneurship, and that will inform if this is a good time to join or not. And at any time, it would be the question to ask. Really works. Anything else to add, Wendy? I agree with everything you both said. <laughs> <So> <laughs> well, what else do you want to know? As always, if you have any questions about joining the travel industry, you're welcome to join travel agent training and mentorship, our free Facebook group. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, thanks for joining us. And that is a wrap for season one of 
travel biz CEO. How exciting. I will pop in here next week with just a quick brief of what we learned episode. Otherwise, we'll be taking the month of May off to record new podcast episodes for you, get new content ready for you. If you have any topic that you would like us to cover, any questions about the industry, anything at all, shoot us a DM. We, you can find us at Kinship Travel Academy, both on Facebook and Instagram, or email us at hello at kinshiptravelacademy.com. Otherwise, we're looking forward to seeing you in season two. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We hope you got something great out of today's episode. If you are wondering where you are out of balance in your travel business, take our free quiz at kinshiptravelacademy.com backslash quiz to find out and receive free resources to help bring you into alignment in your travel business. And if you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot and share it on social media. Be sure to tag us at Kinship Travel Academy or hashtag Travel Biz CEO. Also, if you loved us, don't forget to leave a review and be sure to hit subscribe. Here's to you. See you at the next level.